everyone, and welcome to the Just Cincinnati podcast, a podcast where each episode we strive to highlight local injustices, amplify the voices of those working for justice, and provide practical ways our listeners can join the work to bring about a more just Cincinnati. I'm Just Kyle Vath. And I'm Just Stephen Byers. Hello, everyone. We have a special bonus episode for you today. We talked to Mr. Harold Jones, who is a board member of the Juneteenth Cincinnati organization, and he'll tell us a little bit about some of the activities coming up this weekend and hope you can get involved with some of them. And I'll apologize in advance. I had some audio problems with my microphone and the sound quality was not what I would have liked it to be. So we'll get that worked out next time. Stephen is still traveling, so he wasn't with us this morning, but uh, he'll be back in a few weeks. And so let's jump into this interview. Well, Mr. Harold Jones, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having us, Kyle. Well, Mr. Jones, uh, we, we are excited to speak with you a little bit about some of the Juneteenth activities that will be going on this weekend. Uh, hopefully this podcast will be coming out right before some of them. And there's some exciting news going on in our nation about the Juneteenth holiday uh, that we'll hopefully talk a little bit about as well. But let's start out by maybe introducing yourself, your affiliation with the Juneteenth holiday and the Juneteenth activities, and uh, you know maybe about your interest in the Juneteenth, Juneteenth holiday and how you got involved. And uh, we'll start there. Okay. Thank you, Kyle. I am a native Cincinnatian, born and raised in Cincinnati, educated through Cincinnati public school system, uh, undergraduate and graduate school through University of Cincinnati. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur in Cincinnati. I run a uh, insurance agency uh, and I've been involved with uh, Juneteenth Cincinnati for I would say probably about the last 20, 22 years. And Juneteenth Cincinnati, um, if it's okay, I'll just give you a little history about our organization, was founded by Noel and Lydia Morgan. Uh, I refer to them as the mom pa of Juneteenth Cincinnati. Uh, Lydia, a uh, retired educator, had the vision of making people aware of the origin of Juneteenth. There was this misconception that um, Juneteenth was the stoppage of slavery. It was the end of slavery. Um, so untrue. Uh, what Juneteenth actually represents, you know, after the Emancipation Proclamation did the whole freedom bid. In Galveston, Texas, the slaves that were in that area were not aware that freedom had occurred. So it was actually the June 19th date was when the Texas slaves were made aware that slavery had ended. And it was now unconstitutional for the bondage to continue to occur. So June 19th marks the date, if you wanna say the end of slavery, it just marks the date that everyone became aware that slavery was no longer allowed in the United States. So the Juneteenth organization as we know it today, it started quite a while ago, right? This is 34 been going on for years a while. ago. This is our years. 34th year. Wow. 
And it's amazing that uh, only now we're starting to get some attention. After all that time, you all have been, been doing the hard work all these years, and it's just now starting to get a little bit of traction. Uh, tell me a little bit about how you feel about that, about all this work that's been going on, and it's now, just now, starting to see a little bit of things come to fruition. Well, you know, I, I, I guess the, the major thing that we could always stand up and say is to applaud Lydia for having the foresight and having the endurance to continue the mission. That was her journey to see Juneteenth become recognized. And Cincinnati was one of the original cities who actually participated in Juneteenth celebration. And Lydia, through a diehard effort, has continued to rally with the city. Uh, we are so blessed this year that Hamilton County has declared Juneteenth as a county holiday. And on Thursday, that's Thursday the 17th, we will have the flag raising uh, 11 o'clock a.m. We'll have the flag raising at the county building. So we're really excited about that. The county commission uh, will be participating with this. So we're, we're just really excited. And on the wake of the interview with you on yesterday, the um, Senate, the U.S. Senate, has voted to declare Juneteenth a holiday, a federal holiday. So hopefully that will pass directly through the Congress and um, then we can have a major celebration this year. Absolutely. And that's got to be so exciting for all of your team, especially, uh, who, who has been trying to draw attention to this for so many years. I uh, just really applaud you and all your work uh, to, to keep up the faith <laughs> for all those many years. Sure. So you this weekend is obviously the weekend, and you've got a lot of things going on. So maybe tell me a little bit about what's going to happen over the next couple of days to honor the holiday. Sure. If, if I might also just add, um, the city of Cincinnati has also been very great the last couple of years with their participation. Um, just as we're having the flag raising on Thursday at the um, Court Street Federal or Court Street um, County Building, we also on Friday at 10 o'clock will have the flag raising at City Hall. And that's also a, a really good celebration. And I, I'd really like to take my hat off to um, representative our councilman Landsman and also councilwoman Jan Michelle Kearney. Um, they have been, their support and the support of their staff has been very good. Uh, we've been able uh, to kind of put the effort together where uh, this year we had other organizations that were planning Juneteenth events outside of the uh, original Juneteenth Cincinnati committee. Um, so some of the other things that are happening, um, there's a couple of block parties that are going on. Um, on, I believe it's Friday of this week, there will be a, um, a block club down at um, the riverfront. Uh, North side is having something on Saturday, I believe it is. There's a group that's uh, putting something together in Northside. And then Juneteenth Cincinnati last year, uh, 2020, because of COVID, and 2021, we've decided to 
um, do Juneteenth virtually. Um, entertainment is going to be exciting. It's been recorded. Um, Channel 19 WXIX will be broadcasting us on Sunday. Uh, and I believe that's from 10 o'clock until uh, two o'clock. They will actually broadcast it. And then it'll also be available through YouTube. Um, and that's Juneteenth Cincinnati Incorporated. Um, I suggest everybody tune in. Uh, the entertainment will be outstanding. And uh, it's the next best thing to actually being there. And I'm looking at your website right now. It's JuneteenthCincinnati.org. Uh, right. It's got a lot of information here that anyone listening should really check out. It's got a list of all the performers, all of the activities, uh, the times and the dates and who's going to be there. It's a star-studded event, and I'm sure it will be a, a really great and encouraging event for our city and for our region. Uh, so really amazing work that you all are doing. Any other things you'd like to talk about with that as we close out? Well, I'd like to just point out, Kyle, we're, we're so thankful for 34 years. But in addition to that, 35 coming up in 2022, we're doubly excited about that. COVID kept us from being able to see, feel, and touch. So we are planning a enormous 35th anniversary celebration for 2022. So all I can do is say, stay tuned. We're coming back. We've been away from one another for the past two years, but we will be there. And we're also going to keep it virtually. The thing that we found out about virtual, um, although COVID kind of put a damper on things, there was a large audience that we were missing. We were able to get into some of the nursing home facilities, uh, people that really, really enjoyed it. So not only will we be going live, uh, hopefully in 2022, but we're gonna keep the momentum of being virtual going as well. So we don't wanna miss anybody. We wanna give everyone an opportunity to celebrate it. 35 years for us here, Juneteenth, Cincinnati, and hopefully, 2022 will earmark the first federal holiday of Juneteenth as well. So, oh, Incredible. One of the things that I, I've been um, thinking through as you talk is just the context in which this, this holiday falls. Uh, in light of the pandemic we've had, in light of the um, waking up of many people uh, to the racial injustice, the police brutality, the uh, discrimination that still exists in our land, um, despite the good work that has been done for, for decades and, and centuries. Um, and people like you who have been trying to fight the good fight and, and the people at Juneteenth Cincinnati. So I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are, uh, especially this year, this Juneteenth, uh, riding on uh, what has been a challenging couple years, highlighting some of the injustices in our area, um, what this Juneteenth especially means to, to you? One thing that happens with Juneteenth, if I could, Kyle, and by no means would I want you to cut that out because I think that's a very, very significant question. Juneteenth is the celebration of freedom. No doubt about that. However, Juneteenth has also been a platform. We bring in every election year, the politicians make their rounds. 
Uh, we have meet and greets with the politicians. Um, that's the epitome of it all. And, you know, we have got to hold our representatives from the school board up to the White House. We've got to hold them accountable for it. Um, whatever the argument might be, why the George Floyd bill has not been passed, why John Lewis voting rights have not been passed. Those are questions that need to be addressed just like Juneteenth was supported. How can you miss the other ends of slavery? Not passing the Floyd bill, you know, the criminal justice reform bill, not passing the voting rights bill. All of those are parts of freedom. So this is the first hurdle and we've come over this. So we have to keep the fight going to cross those next hurdles. Thank you so much. For those who may want to get involved past the Juneteenth holiday, uh, for those who are interested in being a part of the organization, keeping these important topics alive, what would you say to someone who's interested in, in doing that and bringing about a more just Cincinnati? It took a fight to overcome the institution of slavery. It takes a fight to overcome the captivity that is holding people down and back now. So all of us must become involved, whether it's Juneteenth or whatever it may be. Everyone has to become involved. Collectively, we implement change. It took people to come together to end the institution of slavery. And just as we celebrate that, it takes people to help us overcome the other hurdles. Together, we can do it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for those inspiring words. Thank you for your time today. And uh, really excited about the events of this weekend and ongoing, uh, the, the inspiration that hopefully that will build and the momentum that that will build for years to come. And uh, we can hope for uh, only growth and more justice and uh, more, uh, a more just Cincinnati in the coming months and years. So, Mr. Jones, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for having us, Kyle. If you enjoyed our podcast today, we'd so very much appreciate you subscribing, reviewing, and sharing our podcast. This will help more people find us and join the movement. And if you're able to support this podcast and the work we do, please head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash justcincinnati. We're grateful for your support in amplifying the voices of those bringing about a more just Cincinnati. Our theme music for Just Cincinnati was generously provided by the internationally renowned but locally based singer and songwriter Kim Taylor. More of her intimate and folksy music can be found on her website at kim-taylor.net or wherever quality music is streamed. Music